Welcome to IBBA Insights, providing expert advice on buying or selling small businesses. IBBA Insights is presented by the International Business Brokers Association, the world's largest nonprofit organization for those helping others sell or buy businesses. Now, here's your host, Crest Diglio. Welcome to today's episode of IBBA Insights. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about something we're all concerned about, and that's privacy. Whether it be identity theft, stolen bank account and credit card information, your emails getting hacked, your websites being held hostage, we're all concerned. And specifically in business brokerage, we have our own share of security issues that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And even more important, in the middle of a transaction or a deal and you're dealing with your client's sensitive information, last thing we want is there to be a problem with any of that. So today we're going to talk with an expert and hopefully we can learn better how to protect our data and our client's sensitive information and the importance of doing that. So my guest today is Kathy Olson, the Director of Sales and Marketing for Vault Rooms. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Vault Rooms is a solution that provides a platform for secure business transactions. They're a cloud-based virtual data room provider. Uh, Vault Rooms has facilitated thousands of global M&A transactions across a wide variety uh, or range of industries for many, many clients, including business brokers, investment bankers, accountants, attorneys, private private equity firms, and banks. So basically all of you that are probably listening to this show. Kathy, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on IBBA Insights. Thank you, Chris, for for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat and uh, kind of go through these subjects, and 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 I appreciate the the wonderful introduction. Uh, oh, you're welcome. I, well, I appreciate the fact that you've come on and and uh, are willing to share uh, your thoughts and your expertise with everybody. So, because we're on a limited time when it comes to sure. the show, I'm going to jump right into the questions, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Let's just start off right at the beginning. Can you can you explain um, the importance of having deal rooms? Sure. So deal rooms, uh, and it's you know it's been a transformation. Obviously, we remember back in the day, and there's even some movies that that showed what a deal room was, and it went from a physical realm to obviously a virtual realm, and obviously that has grown and evolved and technology is constantly moving forward. And so is, you know, the hazards that come with, like you mentioned, um, obviously security is, is paramount and that's why a deal room is important. Security is insured when there's a deal room involved or a vault room involved because, um, it ensures that collection, um, from you know clients and third parties that's coming in, there's a there's a secure avenue for for documents to be collected and shared and reviewed. So there are a lot of options when it comes to cloud storage, and I'm air quotationing um, generic cloud storage, and those are fine. But when it comes to really a transactional um, due diligence type of uh, process, it's important to to go ahead and, and take advantage of a deal room and ensure that security, not only for you and, you know, the firm and, and the team, but obviously the customers and clients and, and everyone involved. So let's go to something that you touched a little bit on and let's talk about, and so we set the stage, differentiating sure. the difference between a deal room for specific clients or data mm-hmm. storage that you put your, your company files on or your personal files on. Sure. 
And that's a great question. And a lot of people uh, that I talk to on, on a daily basis when I am just on this subject, honestly, educating why folks should take advantage of a deal room is, is what you hit on. So there are a lot of options to, to secure and, or excuse me, to just, just store um, documents and data. And, and that's fine. Um, but when it comes to an actual you know, transaction where there needs to be almost kind of a chain of custody of documents, um, you know, so many things can either go right or go wrong in a transaction, right? Um, and it's important to go ahead and with the deal room, unlike generic cloud storage, you're obviously going to have maximum security. You're also going to have audit trails, reports, security levels, security sections. You're going to have actually a robust application that is going to lead you through that transactional process in a very organized manner and a very secure manner, as well as with you know the broker on, on that side, giving you some business intelligence along the way, being able to see who's entering the data room, having full control, and um, really you know drilling down with some granular permissions. Are there different types of data rooms or are they all the same? You know, there are a lot of options out there when it comes to data rooms. And I would tell you, you know, the wave of technology, we all, I mean, I don't have to tell you, I mean, obviously technology changes every day. Data rooms continue to grow and develop and become more seamless. Um, it's very important and, and we have constant developments just in our case that, that roll out for our customers. But, you know, if you were to look at things across the board, just like in every scenario, you know, when you pull up, I mean, obviously different cars, different data rooms, every product is going to have, you know, some bells and whistles that are a little bit different. They're all going to, you know, work um, and function in, in similar manners. Um, are there going to be some features or some things that might speak to, you know, a, a firm that they want to take advantage of? Yes. Um, every, I, I would always say every company is going to have something that makes them a little bit different and unique. Right, just like you know, a human or or anything, there, there's going to be that unique or that kind of authentic factor. Uh, I know here at Vault Rooms, there's a couple things that I always speak to uh, when I'm getting to know a transaction or a firm and see if, if honestly we're a good fit for the transaction and for their team. And there are a few things that make us different. So each deal room is going to have some differentiators, um, but we're all going to you know function about the same. And some folks obviously you know have been in this space for for quite some time. And there's obviously some newcomers. So you just kind of have to weigh your options as a professional and see, you know, who's going to be the best fit. But there's, there's an incredible amount of options out there. So, Kathy, technology is forever changing. It seems like by the yeah. second. Forget the minute or the hour or the day. But <laughs> yes. So what, when someone's looking at utilization or the implementation of a, of a deal room or a data room, what are some of the key things that they should be looking at? What's what's new? What 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 should a deal room have? What what should be important to me? Well, obviously we're talking about security. We're talking about privacy. You mentioned that in the very beginning, and and so you need to do your due diligence and ask some questions, um, you know, to the provider you're speaking with of you know what you know just kind of how they handle security, um, and and so. You can check those boxes when it comes to security, compliance, those type of things that are specifically in need within the transaction. Um, moving from that, I would say, you know, we have certain features that make that that honestly, I, I, I when I'm talking to folks, they do save time and money. They're they're efficient. They're 
supportive. And so that's, you know, the kind of questions that, that I obviously ask or that, that, you know, brokers, if they're, you know, kind of shopping um, and really trying to educate themselves on their options out there, I would just suggest really drill down to what your process is needing in order for it to be seamless, supported, and secure. Other, other than reading reviews online, mm-hmm. uh, because obviously we know when, when there's a problem, people are going to complain. They're more, they're more quick to complain <laughs> and say, talk about the negative sure. than they are the positive. But it, how else can we be assured that any mm-hmm. of these uh, data rooms are secure? Uh, I, I would go ahead and ask those questions. Like we have actually a, a data room that it, that if asked or if appropriate, we can go ahead and share credentials where folks can actually take a look at, at, at kind of our security and compliance testing, our policies and procedures. Um, you know, I, I would hope that, you know, kind of our competition has a, a similar type of option for folks when they're searching and, and seeking out that kind of information, as well as ask for references. I, I've had so many folks um, go, you know, I want to talk to someone that is about the same firm size as me, that has kind of some similar transactions going on. And I want to, I want to actually speak to that person. So, um, and I'm happy to do that. That's great. Um, I, I like building relationships, cultivating relationships with our customers. Uh, and so it's real easy for me to say, you bet, you know, let me give you a list of three references. And um, that's a good way for someone to, like you said, I mean, we, we all look at the reviews, right? Um, but it's a, it's a true connection with someone that has actually, you know, worked with, felt, touched, and, and lived through a transaction within the platform and can give some true insight to someone that is, is searching for the right solution. I'm glad you mentioned uh, this, the size of the deal and to the next uh, topic, and that has to do with the deal size. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. listening to this show that, deal with multi-million dollar transactions and there are some people on sure. the show that listening that uh their deal size might be under a quarter of a million dollars but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that security shouldn't be an issue so is there right. any uh uh rule of thumb that has to deal with the size of a deal when it comes to utilizing a, a data room you know uh i think it, it's what's important to you right obviously I'll speak to what I know, and and um, that is we work with with deals and firms of all shapes and sizes. So the nice thing is we the way kind of our pricing structure is is you can kind of go big or small or somewhere in between and truly customize a plan. Um, there are I know some you know of our competitors that have just a flat rate. Man, it's going to be X amount of dollars. This is what you get. It's awesome. And that's great, but sometimes, like you're saying, there are deals that just don't have a need for that type of, you know, that long a leg, right, in a transaction. So I would just say, you know, when folks are looking, you know, know what you need, um, make some phone calls, um, jump on, you know, a call with a representative um, and ask some of these types of questions. But I really like, I was a small business owner uh, before I, 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 sold my share in the, in the business. So I was a small business owner for over 17 years. And it's important, I feel like, to have flexibility in, in a pricing plan. Um, a lot of our competitors have that flexibility. Like I mentioned, some do not. So I would just suggest to, to take a look and take some time and, and find one that's a good fit um, for your particular transaction and, and team. So Kathy, business brokers and business intermediaries, they're always looking for 
a competitive edge. And we start talking about data rooms or deal rooms. People start automatically thinking, okay, well, that's a due diligence or that's a diligence issue. Something's under contract. We're going to now put the information in there or we sign a new client. We're going to put the information in there. But again, if you're, if you're a broker or an intermediary and you're looking for a competitive edge, I mean, could, a, could you not at that, at the initial talking uh, or, or meeting or introduction to a business owner who's looking to sell your bit, their business and interviewing other brokers, could this not be a competitive advantage and, par advantage and part of your pitch where you're talking about, look, this is what we do, this is how we do it, and this is our process. And, and then when you get to the point to talk about their private information, and especially once something's under contract, the, the information that's going to flow back and forth, that we use a secured uh, deal room or a data room. And, 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 and I think because it's so, everyone's so fearful of their information being stolen by someone else that mm -hmm. that could really be uh, an advantage to someone to utilize that. I completely agree. It's very interesting. I just had a call with a broker uh, last week and we spoke to this and he, <laughs> it was cute because I kind of, I kind of helped him onto a soapbox for a hot minute because he was like, I, you, you, this is a professional thing. A, a data room is needed. Um, and he said, you know, again, no, people can use, you know, OneDrive or, or Dropbox or some, some of these other options out there. That's fine. But when it comes to really moving forward into a process and a transaction, it's exactly what he, he completely echoed what you just said. It's like, we, we all need to be professionals. We, we need to take a proactive approach to the transaction when things are starting to, to, you know, grab some traction and really set up that data room. And I always say, you know, it's so much easier and, and just more comfortable to do things in a, in a proactive state than a reactive state where all of a sudden things really speed up and you're like, Oh my gosh, I got to get my data room set up. And, and you're almost kind of behind the eight ball. So I work with a lot of brokers and I always suggest, and, and I'm a little bit of kind of a, an organized individual. It just feels better moving forward in business, but you know, to, to really have just a, a small data room, kind of a template room set up. And then it's so easy to just literally at the push of a button. I mean, you've got your folder structure, you've got your templates, you've got your, you know, disclaimer. I mean, everything is really ready and greased to move forward into that next step of the transaction. So yes, I, I agree that a little bit of um, that, you know, being prepared, um, being professional and kind of preparing for some of the, that, that private information to start flowing back and forth in the beginning stages is very, very smart. Yeah, they're hiring a professional to sell yeah. their business or to take yeah. their business to market. Mm -hmm. And the professionals yeah. should have professional practices behind them. So, you know, even when someone first takes on a listing, they know at some mm -hmm. point, the hope is it's going to be under contract and there's information that's going to be needed. So they already know going ahead, uh, going into it that, okay, someone's probably going to ask for at least three years of tax returns, three years of P&Ls, maybe some balance <laughs> in the balance sheets, and mm -hmm. they're going to, they may ask for bank statements and all these things. So this is information you could start gathering ahead of time, keeping it in a secured area. And then this way, when something is ready or under, goes under contract, you could then mm -hmm. apply different accesses to different individuals. So you could, you could be way ahead of the curve and, and expedite the process. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, you're, you're completely correct. Yeah. So talk about, if you don't mind, the different levels of access that you could grant people who's, who's able to see the information, who's able to 
download the information, who can upload the information? How, how does it all work? Sure. So, um, again, it, it works about the same across, you know, kind of our, the competition and, and data rooms in general, but I'll speak to just our application. Um, obviously very familiar. So there's, there's an admin, there's an account admin that obviously has full access. That's going to get, you know, like you said, kind of start getting those documents organized, start populating the room, um, and either have the folder structure and the template set up or, or do that. Now there's also a room admin that can be set up that won't be able to manipulate the account, you know, add features or upgrades or that kind of thing, but just will be able to, as an assistant, kind of do the heavy lifting in the room. A lot of brokers have someone like that on their team that's just at the room admin level can get things prepared. And then there's two types of users. There's a user upload, which actually can be dealt, you know, can be someone internally or externally that you actually grant access to the data room where they can view, download, or print if you allow them to. You'll have, you'll be able to restrict the print and download um, at the room level and then at the user level. So that's, it, it, it really drills down. Um, and then obviously they have the ability to upload documents. So if it's internally, it's like, okay, that person can just upload. Or if you have someone that's, you know, external part of the transaction, you can grant them the option to upload as well. And then there's just a regular user. That's someone that's going to be coming in, just reviewing. Again, they can print um, and download if you allow them to, or they'll just have the ability to, to view. As far as, you know, security levels and, and who can access, obviously the admins um, control that. And so you will set up a user at a security level. Um, we actually have security levels ranging from one to nine. Um, and so obviously all of our, our admin seats are going to be at level nine. And then our users can obviously be assigned. So obviously to make things simple, you just start everything off at a one, and then obviously things ramp up um, as the deal proceeds and moves forward. And I, I won't get into it on this call, and, and please, if there's any questions or anybody wants to drill down, I, I, I'm happy to do that. But we also have security sections on our application and tags, which you can actually group a batch of documents with a, a group of users. And that just makes it really nice and has an added level of security that just the certain folks that are needing to see things, you know, you can kind of go ahead and slide them to the side with a batch of documents. Um, so the security level and security sections can work together as well. So a lot of different options and a lot of different ways that we allow people to, you know, go ahead and, and make the application really work for them and, and be very efficient in the transaction as they're moving through the process. Kathy, I most recently did an interview with an economist, and he talked about mm -hmm. the uh, the changing of of how people are working post pandemic, and now more and more people are working from home. So, with that being said, sure. with more and more people working from home, how important is it to not only to secure the data um, but to share the data in, in a secure mm -hmm. way? I think it is of the utmost importance right now, more than more than ever. Uh, I saw a statistic the other day, and I, I should have have it, had pulled it and had it handy, but it was an overwhelming, scary stat, pretty much saying, you know, with folks working from home or working from multiple locations and maybe, you know, um, being from a laptop or a phone, there's just so much more opportunity for folks that are in the business of stealing data or, you know, hacking and, and creating a breach. 
those windows are opening more and more because of our current workplace situation, because people are working remote. And that's kind of, I hadn't ever really thought about that before, but we have created some more loopholes for those folks. And so to know that you are working in a collaborative space, like, you know, a, a secure data room, um, I, I think it is just so, so important uh, because, I mean, every day we see more and more of the cybersecurity and risks and, and just things that are that are popping up. So, um, again, being proactive instead of reactive, you know, we all kind of human nature is to to kind of slide by with a process that's working. Right. And and um, but to go ahead and I always explain it, it's like, you know, one drive and, and, and a secure data room. It's kind of like file cabinets. Right. I mean, one is. Is, is sitting there in your office. There's there's no lock and key. Anyone can get in and out of it. Um, it's a storage house, right? And then there's a locking file cabinet that really, in order for someone to access it, they have to have the key. You have to give it to them. You have, you know, you're going to know who's in and out of those drawers and accessing documents. And that's where, you know, I just feel like having a secure data room um, within your process, uh, within your firm, and and having a trusted I would almost say partner, you know, in your process as you move through a transaction is, is so needed now more than ever. Look, there's always going to be uh, different levels of anything that we do. Obviously, doing nothing is not advised. Uh, doing something <laughs> as a as a OneDrive or something like that is better than doing nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. And, and, sure. and you could go all the way up the ladder to how secure that you want to be. So mm -hmm. I know people are going to yeah. hear this next question that I ask you and they're going to be like, well, Chris, what do you expect Kathy to say? But I'm going to ask it anyway because <laughs> I, 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 because I want to. So and and I'm allowed, mm -hmm. right? So the question, the question would be, you know, with in, in the past, it always came across that people were talking about having secure data rooms or deal rooms and utilizing it in their everyday business. That that was more of a luxury than a necessity. Mm -hmm. But I would ask you, in today's day and age, would you would you consider that statement not to be true anymore, and that it really is more of a necessity? than a luxury? I think it is a necessity, yes. Uh, again, and I'm speaking not as, you know, my title here at Ballrooms, I'm speaking as a professional, as someone that's owned a business, someone that has gone through a transaction, someone that has had a pivot in, in life, you know, professionally with a business. And, and honestly, that's how I came to find vault rooms, actually, as a consumer, as a professional, I was looking for, I, I was in a kind of a life change where I didn't have the luxury of packing around file cabinets, but I had a lot of data, 17 years of, of things I needed to A, store securely, B, have third parties like CPAs, attorneys be able to access. And so I actually came hunting for for a data room for those reasons. And that's actually how I came to find vault rooms. And uh, we don't have enough time in the show for me to <laughs> go through that entire story, but it's a good one. Um, but yes, it, it is needed. And it has been, uh, it has worked outstanding for me as a professional. I mean, I know where all my tax returns are, where all my financial data um, I have allowed accountants and attorneys and, and, you know, third parties in and out of that data room. And it has been so easy. And I don't, I, I'm ha happy to say I don't own a file cabinet anymore because I don't need it. Uh, so yes, it, it is a necessity um, in this day and age. And, you know, I, I came from a background of construction. So, um, you know, hammer and nails to, to technology. So 
was I a little nervous going, man, I don't know if I can get all this stuff, you know, how do I get it, you know, moved over and I have all the technology can be overwhelming. Right. And so what I was impressed with as a consumer using vault rooms for the first time, our secure data room it, is it, it was really simple. I mean, it was really, really, really simple. And uh, if you can find, you know, an application that is supported well, um, I'm a talker, obviously. So I wanted to be able to, to reach out to somebody and have some instant support. Uh, again, that goes back to what's your, you know, what's your, what's the best fit for you and your team. So, um, but just make sure that, that um, the application is supported in the manner that you would like it to be. Cause we all know when we have an issue, um, whether we're uploading documents or in the middle of a transaction, we needed an answer yesterday, you know, so you, you need to make sure that support's present. Well, Kathy, I'm glad you're a talker because if you weren't a talker, you'd make for a horrible guest. Um, I, I, I used to do a, I used to do a radio show. I used to do a radio uh -huh. show, and I had a guest on one time. And I and the first uh -huh. question I asked is, "So, how are you today? Good. Okay. Um, uh, can you tell us what's new? What's what's new in your business? How's business going? Business is good. So, <laughs> needless to say." That doesn't make for a good show or a good episode. So yes. to continue on with our with our conversation, a lot of people listening now, mm -hmm. their clients come to them because maybe they had a bad experience with someone else mm -hmm. in the industry or they had a horror story. Mm -hmm. I would imagine in your sure. business, some of your clients come to you because they had a breach of data or, or an issue mm -hmm. that they never want to see repeated again. Is there mm -hmm. a, a horror story or a story you could share with us uh, generically, without mentioning the client's name, obviously, yeah. or an example of a client that ha that happened to. You know, um, I'm trying to think. Like, I, honestly, I've heard so many, and I, I don't. I mean, obviously, I've listened to all of them, and I obviously, every quite a few people come to us, come to me with a pain point. You know, whether it it's a yeah. unfortunately, I, I hate to hear the horror stories where it's like a catastrophic data breach. Like that's awful, but those have happened. Uh, but more often than not, it's just folks are like, man, you know, like, I know I need a data room, uh, but like support is going down and the price is going up or, um, you know, I, I just, the, the, the functionality is just not, it doesn't, so it doesn't seem as simple and, and, and easy to use. So I hear a lot of the, those type of things as well as the horror stories. And it's always nice when, you know, like we, we, our particular company, you know, we go ahead and we do a quick start demo. You know, if anyone wants it, when, when they sign up, we, we get the support team and we literally kind of drill down and, and try to, what I think is makes us a little bit different. And I would encourage people to, to seek out is go ahead and, and speak with and see if you truly have a partner within that application. I mean, listen, data rooms are not fancy, right? They're meant to work. They're meant to be secure. But if you, if we can understand what your processes are and go ahead and really share best practices within the application, um, people have loved that. You know, I mean, we'll hop on a, a 10 to 15 minute quick start and they're like, this is so easy. Why didn't I, why didn't I take advantage of this before, you know, is, is what we hear more often than not, because it really can be a game changer and it can be just, you know, one more tool that, that brokers can have in their toolbox to have things go well to have, you know, there just to be a really seamless process, not only for them and, and their team, but obviously everyone involved um, and, and the transaction in general. 
Kathy, we have a few minutes left, but I have a few questions. Sure. So I'm just going to throw them at you and we'll, we'll get okay. the best answer you can give us. So <laughs> okay. I'm out there, I'm listening to the show. I'm a business broker and I don't use any kind of secured uh, data room or deal room. What would you say to me? I would say start, you know, make a phone call, shoot an email, obviously um, go ahead and, 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 you know, there's again, lots of options, but we are happy to help. I do quick phone calls. Um, honestly, I've, I've done a lot of these types of never won the school crest, but um, podcasts, webinars, things of that nature. And, and a lot of folks reach out afterwards, um, either call me or email me and say, Hey, can I just have a quick conversation? And like, this is what I need. Um, obviously websites are great. LinkedIn is great blogs are great but when someone knows what they need they want to be able to share that and then myself as a professional i like i like doing that i like solving problems um and i like going ahead and creating you know a, a, customizing an account or obviously you know within that within our application what's going to work best for their project and their transaction so i would just say reach out and um or you know go ahead and, and welcome to take a look on on linkedin you know there's obviously so much information on those type of platforms, but just kind of seek out and start the process of figuring out, you know, what data room is going to be the best fit, but it's definitely a necessity in this day and age right now. Yeah. So in essence, uh, they should not be the one calling you or looking for a product like yours because they had a bad experience. They should do it ahead of time and avoid that the headaches that it could cause. Yeah, because I mean, what's stopping what's stopping someone from going ahead and just you know, okay, let, let's let's go ahead and continue to use our OneDrive, but wh why don't we have you know why don't we go ahead and set up that template room, get that deal room set up so we're we're ready to roll when when things you know grab traction and, and we're off to the races. It, it's just it, it it's not expensive enough or hard enough or troublesome enough to not do it, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, it's just a very seamless process to get set up. Look, people pay for all sorts of insurance, health insurance, life insurance, workman's yeah. comp insurance, E&O insurance, yeah. D&O insurance, all these type of insurances. Mm -hmm. This, you know, they need to like look at expense like this as just another mm -hmm. layer of protection and another layer of insurance to ensure that because when something goes wrong, you know, not only are you going to have upset clients yeah. or people that upset, you're yeah. going to look really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Correct. It's too late at that point. You know, I mean, then you're in that reactive state and I guarantee you in a reactive state, you're going to spend more money. You're going to spend more time and energy and heartache. And, and obviously, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's just not a good scenario. So Kathy, those people out there listening that are members of the IBBA, can you talk about uh, your company's uh, uh, affiliation or association with the IBBA? Yes. So honestly, it, if, if you have, if we've still got a lot of listeners, you guys are going to be happy that you stuck around because uh, Vault Rooms has been, you know, in partnership with IBBA for for quite some time now. Um, we have a longstanding relationship, and we truly offer a, a free Vault Room as a member benefit, and it is phenomenal with unlimited rooms, unlimited user seats uh, within that um, that that membership or, or benefit account. Um, it can be used as is, or there's actually, you can be used as kind of a foundational account, and there's some upgrades and features that can be taken advantage of um, at a very affordable cost. And it, it just, I honestly was at the IBBA conference, you know, here not too long ago, and I educated so many people 
on just the fact that it's there. Um, you know, activate it, take advantage of it, um, play around, give us a call. We're happy to help and support. Um, it really is a fabulous benefit, and IBBA has done a phenomenal job of just, you know, really giving back to that membership and, and having a lot of wonderful options um, for folks to take advantage of. Well, I say thank you to the IBBA uh, as a member yes. of the association. I, it's mm -hmm. greatly appreciated. Thank you to Vault Rooms. So, Kathy, tell us, so those that are out there listening, they want to get in contact with you, they want to learn more, how do they do that? Yeah, so feel free to, to shoot me an email. It's just kathy at vaultrooms.com, K-A-T-H-Y at, at vaultrooms.com, or um, feel free to, to connect uh, via LinkedIn. You can find me there uh, or call me direct. 817-864-8041 uh, is uh, my direct number. And um, even if folks um, go ahead and there's obviously all of our contact information on the website and additional information, but um, very, very simple to go ahead and, and activate uh, that free member account by just going right through the IBBA website. And then honestly, I'll receive a ping and a notification when folks do. And then I normally reach out and uh, just see if I can assist in any way. We've been talking to Kathy Olson, the Director of Sales and Marketing for Vault Rooms. Kathy, thank you so much for taking your time out of your, out of your schedule and out of your, out of your business life to, to spend with us on the IBBA Insights Podcast. And Appreciate all that you do working with the IBBA and for all of us and then sharing your knowledge. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Have a have a great, uh, great afternoon. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're more than welcome. So also want to say a special thanks to the IBBA podcast team, Neil Isaacs, Kate Reiner, Kate Streeter. All I could say is they're amazing. So don't miss any of our episodes. Uh, in order to ensure that you don't, go to IBBA.org slash insights and subscribe with a click of a button using your Apple or Android device or simply by uh, submitting your email address. I hope those of you that are listening to the show are doing well. I wish you great health, happiness, and prosperity. I'm your host, Chris Diglio. Please join me on the next episode of IBBA Insights.